So please, Avengers, don't sue us. We don't have money. <laughs> that stoners will be stoned. And then the car just floors it, and it's just... It gets, like, the hell out of there real fast. It crosses like a medium. Remember how I explained there's a difference between... Oh, haunted house scream, and a... I am about to die scream. Well... I believe that this is more of a I'm about to die scream. Michael kicks the door, the driver's side door open, hits the gun, she flips it around and blows her own brains out. I'm like, are you kidding me? No problem, Ryan Reynolds. Anything for you. Empowering herself with the power of penis, Yes, yes, it's very weird. If you are in a haunted house that has the walls covered with oil, that should be a red sign. This is a haunted house, not a goddamn O'Reilly's Auto Parts. This can only be one of two things. It's either a video game world, kind of like GTA, or it's Detroit. Yeah, when you turn on the serial killer that you were interviewing for your news reporting TV show, yeah, you're kind of fucked. <laughs> Makes me look geeky, right? Well, what do you expect? You're playing those video games all day long. Dad, don't. <laughs> Thank you, Daddy. Why don't you try them out? Glass, play music. Don't be long, all right? Huh. Not today. No copyrighted infringement in my podcast. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Tyler's Thursday Takes, once again on a Friday. (laughs) I have had some things coming up. COVID is over, that's fine. But my girlfriend, future wife, has been dealing with a lot of, I wouldn't say issues recently, but she has been sick and I've been trying to make sure she is okay and... I know a lot of you may not care about my personal life, but it's something that has affected me quite a bit personally, and so I have been trying to get everything done, but enough of my boring life, why don't we just go ahead and jump right on into it. Today, we are actually reviewing a movie that was suggested by a a, a homie. It was suggested by a homie. The subject matter is a bit funny. We are reviewing the movie Jerusalem, the 2015 horror movie. It has an IMDb rating of 4.8. And the reason that the subject matter of said movie is funny is because it takes place in, you guessed it, Jerusalem. And, And Miguel, my good friend who decided to suggest this movie to me, is himself Jewish. So, big props to my Jewish friend Miguel. Um, I can make these jokes because I have a Jewish friend. (laughs) Anyways, huge shout out to Miguel. He got me Raising Canes, and so he gets this shout out. And anybody, if you want to go check him out, he has a Twitch. It is DC underscore Watchdog. Go ahead, stop by, grab a taco, and enjoy. I'm sure he would greatly appreciate it. But that is enough of that. I know you all are here for the movie that we are reviewing, and it is Jerusalem. It appears to be a found footage movie. 
It is a 2015 movie, so it's got some years on it, but it doesn't seem like anything that's going to be too serious that we can always overcome. We've seen far older movies, especially on the main channel. But we are going to hop right on into this, and you can already tell that this is going to be quite the gory movie because not even two minutes into it, we have our very first death. They say there are three gates to hell. So yeah, we are not even like two minutes into this movie and crazy demon lady with wings gets absolutely popped by the by the Jerusalem priest. Like and I'm not I know you can't see it. I say this all the time, but it's incredibly funny to me because <laughs> They're trying to, like, baptize or exorcise the demon from this lady. <laughs> and they're like, sometimes you have no choice. And Father Priest over here whips out a straight-up Glock 49 and just pops her in the right in the face. So there's already one on the board. So this you can tell that this thing is going full throttle right on into it. And... Immediately after that, we go into what seems to be the found footage portion of said movie, and it is provided by basically the Google Glasses. The main character, Sarah, has a Google Glasses that it seems like it's going to record her entire point of view, and that seems where this movie is going to be going. And, as you can most likely tell from the title of this movie, they are going to... Jerusalem! Oh my god, if you guessed it, you are a absolute genius and you get Tyler Thursday Takes Points, which you can redeem for absolutely nothing at the end of this episode. But hey, more points. We're basically like, whose line is it anyways? Where the games are pointless and the points don't matter and you're listening to a podcast about a kid who is reviewing movies. <laughs> but... Instead, they go into Jerusalem to kind of get Sarah's mind off the death of her brother. And already, the whole glasses thing is annoying because it continues to show you that everything is so glasses-oriented by showing you the time, the temperature, and their, like, tickets and everything. So we follow Rachel and Sarah, and they meet this guy, Kevin, and they are talking about how he enjoys different cultures and so he's going to Jerusalem to learn more about that and he gets to join the party. Correction, I uh, am big dingus, but no, they are not going to Jerusalem. They are stopping in Jerusalem because they're going to Tel Aviv. And immediately, her dad starts calling, or well, she calls her dad at the, in the middle of the night because she's in Jerusalem and basically on the other side of the world. And so instead of going to Tel Aviv now, they are going back to Jerusalem. Because why not? Why, why go on the vacation that you had planned? Let's just go to Jerusalem. Because Kevin has a jawline for days. You are so beautiful. I upgraded you to the ultra-premium turbo that looks sweet. No ah, what yes. do you say? Sweet. Perfect. Yes. <laughs> All right. Voila. 
Voila, indeed. For now, we meet Omar, the man who was made specifically to be irresistible to women. And so he immediately starts hitting on Rachel and tells her, buy me a drink tonight. I do not take tips, no way, Jose. <laughs> In case you couldn't tell, we are now introduced to Omar, who gets them the best premium room in the hostel and basically starts putting the moves on Rachel. So, welcome to our four main characters of Omar, Kevin, Rachel, and Sarah. And now that they are in their hostel in Jerusalem, begin the creepy happenings with a guy who was playing, I'm sorry if I offend anybody here, what I presume to be a banjo in in the lobby, and she's Sarah's immediately put on edge with her fancy Google glasses. Listen, you must leave before Yom Kippur. Why? No one believe me, but now they will see. They will all see. <laughs> see what? But this time I'm ready for them. What are you talking about? Is walk with Goliath, and that will walk now. Okay, King David, I have to go now. You are going also. looking for me. They are looking for us through the club. Thank you. It's okay. Yes, be careful. What's this? Sad. He is loco, loco, this guy. Yes, he is very loco, loco, this guy. But in actuality, King David is telling what seems to be <laughs> the plot. He says, the dead will walk and you need to get out before young people because they are coming for me. You need to get out. Literally. Okay. I may just be way too, like, off my rocker. But if somebody, like, I meet right in the middle of the road, especially if I kind of know the guy, tells me I need to dip, I am going to dip because I am not going to take a chance. Because the crazy people that seem to be crazy sometimes are the most sane. Just saying. And of course, now that they're at the club and everything, Kevin starts hooking up with Sarah and he's wearing her glasses. And the glasses start pulling up all of her old Facebook stuff. And one of them has a picture of her and her brother who passed away and he's like who's this douchebag he looks like such a dumbass and so completely like ruins the mood so way to uh, absolutely block yourself there dude you're an absolute fucking genius So if you listen really closely, Sarah has absolutely dipped from the party because of Kevin being the smooth move guy that he is and calling her dead brother who passed away a year ago in an accident a douchebag. She starts running through the streets of Jerusalem that she has no idea where she is. And you hear what sounds to be like a growl thing. And it's just like, what? What? There's a growling coming from just a random underground tunnel in Jerusalem. And also there's... It, 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 it just seems like there has to be something down there. 
I'm not making any sense, am I? Will you please tell me what's going on? There's something I want to show you. Don't worry, it's not his wiener. Mainly because he kind of already did that. But you don't see wiener, so don't worry. There's no wiener. I'm sending you the link. Kevin, you're freaking me out. I found this on the dark net during my research. Just watch it. Okay. Glass, open link. They say it's from the Vatican's archives. So anyways, he sends her a link that appears to be the video at the very beginning where they shoot the wing lady and all that. And the whole reason he wanted to come to Jerusalem is because he wanted to find out what's kind of going on with the whole crazy wing demon lady thing. And due to that, he proceeds to, maybe it's just me, but he sounds incredibly monotone and robotic. So watch your acting there, Kevin. Your points are about to go down a little bit. And he basically just says, oh, this is the whole reason I want to be here because of, I need to find out what happened and it's pretty weird. And so he's on his own kind of self-spiritual mission. Uh, I mean, you literally can't write foreshadowing unless they wrote foreshadowing on a piece of paper because on a piece of paper, you know, the Wailing Wall, how you write down something that you wish for and you put it in the wall and you pray. Uh, Miguel probably knows more about this than me. I know very bare minimum, but she writes on a piece of paper, bring me my brother back, assholes. And it's almost like you're just laying out the plot for me. Like, do I have to think about anything at all between King David and her wanting her brother back, writing it and putting it into a spiritual wall. I'm sorry, but I'm not going to go to like the Vatican and write call 23789 for a good time and I'm going to like play Halo with you all night. That just seems weird. <laughs> like you're, yeah, I understand you miss your brother, but I wouldn't write give me back my dead goldfish. It doesn't, it never seems like a good idea. Have you not seen Pet Cemetery? And so now, Kevin starts flipping it. He starts saying, we need to leave now, something's not right. And he's just absolutely going bananas. So, chalk one more point here. Let me write down a little bit, um, foreshadowing. <laughs> like, come on, dude. Miguel, I'm blaming this on you, my friend. I'm sorry, Rach, but you are like the world's shittiest friend if your friend runs in and is like, we need to go now, something's wrong, we need to go. And you're like, uh, bitch, why don't you shut the fuck up? Like, I'm not going anywhere. And then you only proceed to flip your shit when you hear somebody's kitchen oven explode 20 yards over. Like... Uh, Pitch, I don't care if you're having a panic attack. I came to Jerusalem because I want to be a shitty person. Oh my god, was that an explosion? We need to go find out what that is. Why didn't you tell me? 
fuck you, Rachel. <laughs> Absolutely fuck you. Also, they said uh, a lot of people died in that bombing. So... Death count 23? We, we just kind of have to guess. It, it It's a bomb. It, I, I don't know. I'm just going to guess 23. We're going to go Jordan. I don't know. So we're up to 24 now. <laughs> Demon Lady and whoever the fuck was in the wrong place at the wrong time. And now Omar stands strapped. He got himself a pistol. Nobody knows where he got it. It seems like it'd be kind of hard to get that in Jerusalem. But Omar coming strapped now. Holy shit, Rachel proceeds to prove how terrible of a friend she is in the fact that they are running to the nearest gate trying to evacuate. And this bitch goes, Sarah, keep up. I can't keep an eye on you. Either hurry the fuck up or die. Like, seriously, you're really cramping my style? I'm really trying to hang up with Omar. What are you doing? Fuck you, oh, Rachel. And now they go by the prison where Kevin is being held because he was kind of having a panic attack. So, of course, now Sarah's going to run in to try to go and save Kevin. What's she saying? Oh, oh, Everything's okay. Hey. Oh. oh, my God. Hey, hey. Are, are the okay? Yeah. Hello? Yeah, Donny? Hey! Oh, yeah, yeah. You missed me! <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, it seems like either people are going crazy or the dead are coming back. We don't really know. I mean, the dude was, like, vomiting up blood or something in the hallway. So it was pretty, pretty freaky, honestly. But now, Sarah has to go get the keys to get Kevin out of his prison cell. So, guess what's waiting for her in the prison, not the prison cell, but in the prison office. So, since most of y'all and every of one of y'all cannot see, she sees like this demon-looking thing walking around with demon wings, kind of like the thing from the video, and so she hides under the desk only to find... <laughs> She wasn't really my mommy. She was dark, formed, and oh my inside. God. Oh my god, that kid from the video, and that was you! Then, oh my god. Boom! Yeah, that's right. The kid from the video in the very beginning, who watched the demon lady get absolutely murked, was apparently King David. So. Yeah, he has a reason to be mentally traumatized because he's seen all this before. Because, remember, foreshadowing. Let's try it the other way. No, 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 Kevin, 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 that's the fastest way. 
David, do you know the way to Lion's Gate? Then if we aim the mighty giant, oh, we are <laughs> So they make it out. And as they're sitting there, they begin to hear what sounds like a bicycle bell going off. And they're freaking out. And it turns out it's David. And as they're talking to David, as he's riding around on his little bicicleta, he sees a literal fucking giant. Like, he is the size of the fucking clock tower in the middle of town. The biggest thing in town. And David says it quite so eloquently. We're fucked. <laughs> and that... If if a motherfucker from Attack on Titans is walking through the city, yeah, you're kind of fucked. And of fucking course, they killed my boy David, the King David. At least he didn't get killed by one of those creepy monster things. He just got shot by the stupid security trying to keep people from leaving the city. So, fuck you people, but at least he didn't have to suffer. But I'm still pissed that they had to kill David, because, like, why? He's so far the only character I give a shit about. Okay, not for this one. Get the shut up, die. All these things happening tonight. They teach the school to be good kids. Because in Yom Kippur, Judgment Day. It's religious bullshit. I The sky is opening up, and God is judges everyone. Our sins and our good deeds. But what are you talking about? But it's not the sky that's opening up tonight. It's the ground. To you, the chalas, die, chafal. Tomer, that's enough. I have no idea what's happening tonight. But just know I'm shitting my pants. Can I get explaining the plot for 800? Yeah, so it seems at this point they've given up and they're just explaining it to you. On Yom Kippur, it is Judgment Day and hell is opening up to take everybody's sins because people are sinful and shitty. And yeah, I guess that's the moral of the story. And so now they are running through the sewers and the back alleys and everything to try to get out because apparently Omar knows all the secret things. But there's just one minor problem. So now, Rachel is feeling sick and she starts vomiting and they see this like scar that she has on the back of her neck and almost looks like it's infectious or something like that. And as they are in one of the alleyways, another fucking one of these demon things rolls up and kills army guy number one and he just gets absolutely eviscerated. So add that one to the tally of the death lists so far for Jerusalem. And now they get down to the caves that they were in earlier as a little vacation thing. And they're going to try to get out through the caves now. With Rachel, who appears to be turning into something because, of course, she is. Rachel, you alright? Rachel? 
No, Rachel is not okay. She's the opposite of okay. She is 100% fuck. <laughs> Her eyes are completely black. Like, fucking deadless as shit. So, yeah. Rachel is not okay. Rachel is F to the U to the C to the K to the E to the D. She is f fucked big time. And so, yeah, as anyone with half a brain cell managed to predict, Rachel ends up going nut shit. And actually, while they're down here, she turns to see that there's like fucking 20 of these things down here as well. Like, this is what you would call the definition of you are so fucked. Like, not only is Rachel kind of losing her shit, she killed one of them. So add him to the tally of what the fucking... Uh, my tally's at 25, but who fucking knows? Because it's going on throughout the entire town. And so now Rachel has attacked them. There's like 20 of them down here. And she drops her glasses and starts freaking out. And then Rachel like crawls up to her. And in her demonic voice thing says, Run, now. And of course Sarah's like, <laughs> No, I don't want to run. Because everybody has to be fucking stupid. <laughs> well, so add Rachel to the list. She started turning into a demon and just fucking domed herself with a rifle. And it now leads to Sarah walking around with this big-ass sword that she took from the fucking Sword of Armor. And I'm willing to bet money that she is going to, in act very accidentally, stab Kevin to death. Because there's something running around her, and she's freaking out. And this always seems to be the case. And, oh, well, it wasn't Kevin, but it was the fucking hostile owner. And she got him right through the neck, so add him to the tally. Also, how the fuck does this happen? Because he had a headlamp on. How do you not see that coming? And why was he running up to behind her? Like, there's a lot of things that should not have been happening here. So add him to the tally, which could be 25, 26. I don't know. We'll figure out here at the end. Yeah, I, 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 
So just like Rachel, Omar popped himself in the head, because, not because he was turning into a demon, but because he was scared shitless, which, I mean, I mean it does look pretty hopeless at this point, like, they, they seem, on a scale of 1 to 10, of being fucked, they're at least at 38, <laughs> they're, they're that fucked. So her stupid little glasses thing does its face scan recognition thing and finds out that the demon that is down there with them is recognized as her brother because foreshadowing. And now the demon is supposedly leading her out because I guess it's a good demon. I don't fucking know. So they make it to the cathedral thing and they can see sunlight outside and Seems like now they're home free. What's happening to me? Oh my God. <laughs> Come on, Sheriff! It's open! So, I think I understand it now. It seems like it is some sort of, like, zombie kind of transmission thing where if you get cut by one or sliced by one, you basically turn into one. Because she has like a cut on her leg and it's throbbing and it kind of seems to be spreading from that. So I don't think it's some sort of curse thing. It has to be some sort of zombie thing that turns you into a demon. But that doesn't explain the big dude. But anyway, so Sarah starts to begin to say, what's happening to me? Like she hasn't been seeing what's been going on for the past several hours. And they get outside only for her to grow wings as because it's all being recorded by the glasses and start flying upwards as she's staring at at what's his nuts at Kevin and she slowly turns and you see just a swarm of them coming from Jerusalem so almost like the rapture but it's the demon things that are now flying but you don't see the big dude so I guess they took care of the big dude and the f and that's the end of the movie, but the funniest part to me is that there's now <laughs> a demon rapture zombie thing flying around with Google smart glasses on or something. <laughs> like, they're all freaky and all that, and they all look weird, except for this one. It's wearing some high-tech glasses. Yo, there's probably one with an Apple Watch on and shit. <laughs> like, it's, it's completely... <laughs> it's... It, yeah, I would be very interested to see some of the dumb shit that some of these things are wearing. But that is basically the movie. That is Jerusalem 2015, R-rated horror movie. And why don't we just why don't we just go ahead and jump right on into the review. So we'll start with the death count. The only for sure deaths that we know happened were the demon devil lady at the very beginning in the small video. We have King David, R.I.P., Rachel, uh, Omar, and to an extent Sarah, because I wouldn't consider being a flying demon to be alive. So those are the on-screen deaths, but as explained at the end of the movie, you see just a swarm of these things coming out of the city of Jerusalem. So it's probably easily in the thousands, if not the hundred thousands. It is way up there. 
So the death count for this, upper hundred thousands, which makes this by far the most deaths that we've had in a movie so far. So props to you, I guess, on that. <laughs> but now, and I'm sorry about this, Miguel, but now we get into the actual review. As you know, on this channel, we go by a very simple grading system. We grade three points for each category. We have the plot, acting, cinematography, and a bonus point. The first three categories each count for three points, and the bonus point can get you that extra hundred if it's that good. So why don't we start with plot. The plot for me is going to be a point five. The plot was it was not easy to follow. It seemed like Cloverfield in Jerusalem to me. You know how they would get sick and stuff would happen, only this time they turned into flying demon things. And they tried so hard throughout the entire time to try to explain to you what was going on and explain to you why it was happening. But in all honesty to me, it still didn't make sense. And I don't feel like it makes up for the fact that just it seems like a ripoff of Cloverfield and it it just maybe it's because I'm not Jewish maybe Miguel may, Miguel maybe you can explain it to me but to me it's just not coming across I understand it's Yom Kippur it's supposed to be judgment and so they're being judged but why are they turning into demons <laughs> and why is it if they're being judged why is it happening by contact spreading why is it not just happening based on their sins so you get a point five for that acting gets a fat zero I cannot in good faith give this acting any points it gets like I said throughout the movie there were parts where he just they all just sound so monotone so robotic so scripted Omar was the only fucking dude out there that had any kind of inflection in his voice any real kind of personality besides that they're all just Sarah, Sarah, the gate is open. We can get out now. Sarah, Sarah. I like, you can get better voice acting from Siri. Just, hey Siri, where do I go to find the nearest bakery? We must get out now. There is a bakery 20 feet down the road and to your right. But there are zombies inside, so I would not recommend. Like, I put what acting, because I don't. It's a it's a zero for me, dog. Cinematography gets a point five. Also, I I understand what they were trying to do with the glasses, but my God, it's so annoying. They they keep throwing it in your face that their glasses by having videos pop up, by having links pop up, by having text pop up, and just random shit on the screen, like. I understood it when they would do that kind of stuff in Unfriended, you know, the movie where it's all shot through like a Skype call because it's only being shot on the computer. But to absolutely be focused in on these glasses and only going through these glasses and just, I mean, they get broken at, towards the end and it's just so much of it. It's just like, I feel like you tried to do a concept and it just wasn't executed correctly. I feel like this could be done, but you just 
you can't have all that shit on the screen. I understand. Oh, music because they play music. Oh, videos because it plays videos. It didn't work. I feel like you executed it poorly, and I just feel like it could have been better. Now, on to the bonus points. The only redeeming thing, I'm giving it a point five here, is that it had an interesting concept. It had to do with religion, and it had to do with being judged in Yom Kippur, and basically everybody going up for Judgment Day, and that's what it is. But it doesn't explain the tall guy. Yeah, like, I understand he's some sort of mythological thing, but why is he a mythological thing and everybody else is just fucking Ted from down the street or fucking Billy or whoever the fuck? Because, like, it doesn't make any sense as to why there's a giant fucker and why there's all these flying demons. Did the giant fucker just show up because he was an extra for Attack on Titans? I don't get it. Somebody needs to explain that. And like I said... Maybe it's a Jewish thing, Miguel. If it's a Maju- if it's a if it's a Jewish thing, if it's a Jewish thing, let me know. Tell me that I'm I'm an idiot for not knowing everything about Jewish culture and Jewish religion. But I just like I couldn't I couldn't understand the premise. I couldn't understand why. I'm just giving it a point five because it had to do with religion and it takes some balls to kind of do that sometimes. But it didn't really make fun of it. I. Just, yeah. So, if you add all that up, it's not hard. It's 3.5s, so you get a 1.5, which, as we remember, IMDb gave it a 4.8. Maybe they gave it to them because of special effects. Maybe they gave it to them because of the whole cinemas glasses. I say cinemas because it's kind of ass. And you have to keep hearing her say glass the entire time. I don't know. They gave it a 4.8. I gave it a 1.5. I just don't feel like it's that strong. I'm sorry, Miguel. If if you think that it's better than this, hey, you're completely entitled to what your opinion is on it. I just 100% do not get it. It's got a high death count. I'll give you the 1.5 for just for the death count. <laughs> but besides that, I don't feel like there's anything that really showed up to produce anything really from this movie I feel like it tried to do something and it just kind of fell flat on its face and it's unfortunate because it seems like this is something that if they could have done it right it could have been a lot better but just like the glasses they fell and they fell hard and you shattered so that's that's it for today's or not today's but this week's this today's whatever you'd like to call it review I would like to take this time to give a special thanks to Anchor for sponsoring this podcast without being able to get the support that we have from them, and more importantly, so the support from y'all. None of this would be possible. Everybody in Taiwan who still listens, we greatly support you. Unfortunately, we're not on Breaker anymore because Breaker is shutting down, and that's really sad because Breaker was a big part of ours, but, you know, we'll still be out there. We'll be on any podcast site you listen to will always be there for anything you would like to listen to. I do feel a bit under the weather at the end of this. I don't know why. Maybe it was the... You know what? I'm going to blame it on the movie. Jerusalem made me sick. <laughs> Anyways, once again, a special thanks to every single one of you out there, to whoever listens to this. If you take any type of enjoyment out of this, I couldn't be any happier. 
just to know that people listen to this and it it seems fun to them and because of that I want to keep doing this and make sure everybody gets to have a little bit more enjoyment out of their day and once again a special thanks to Miguel for spon- not sponsoring you sponsored me with canes and I'll accept that but thank you for suggesting this movie it wasn't great but thank you once again for being interactive once again if you'd like to check out Miguel he has DC underscore watchdog on Twitch he also has a YouTube with the same name but it's DC watchdog he's got a couple videos on there if you want to check it out he makes a lot of gaming videos he's a funny guy check him out I'm sure you'll enjoy it but that is enough of that I hope to see every single one of you next week. I will hopefully try to get one out on Thursday. Hopefully whatever I'm feeling right now is nothing more than just a little stomach bug. And I will be right back on there getting you an episode out on Thursday for once. And I just hope that every single one of y'all just takes some sort of joy out of this. Anyways, I will see you next week. And remember, if it's Yom Kippur and you're in Jerusalem... Don't go near any demons. And don't put your papers in the wailing wall saying that you want your shit back. Anyways, have a great week, y'all. See you next week. Giant. Oh, we are fucked. <laughs>